So here we go. The difference between hustle and hobby. Mm-hmm. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they get in the city. I love them to death, and I've been a victim of this. We all have. But you get into the, this is your baby. You never want to let it go. And if you opened up Chicken Now in 1940, you think it's the same game in 2020, and it ain't. Now you're not seeing the same level of success that you used to have. Now, granted, you may have $50, $100 million in the bank, so I can't tell you how to make that because I haven't made that. But it's like, motherfucker, this is a whole different. They don't want to leave the life. I see it with drug dealers. Same shit. They don't want to leave the life. I mean, Chapo, I mean, why are you still out here? Come on, Chapo. I mean, mean, what are you doing? I mean, come on. Why aren't you on the beach? Right? So it's like, but they they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave the life. They don't don't want to leave that life. Why aren't you on the beach? And then it's nothing, and they don't want to leave that life, and then they don't want to listen. Well, and then, and then if you don't want to live that life, it's like a great, but then what is it, wait, then what's your exit strategy? Like, it, you, you. I, I look at it like this. I go into it, I, I'll be honest, like, I have a number in mind. Yeah, I have too. a, I, yeah, and I think if people don't, there's no exit. It because Well, then, and then if you have a number in mind, is that number realistic? Yeah, I think so. For you, is it? But is it? But is it? That's what you got to ask people. Like if I say I want Green Guard to be worth 10 mil, mm-hmm. I know that's realistic. It might take four or five, six more years. Totally. If I would say oh, well, it's 100 mil, I'm being a fucking idiot, right? I mean, oh. it, could I? Yes. Or if you, even Fast. if you, you could, and I don't doubt you could get there, but like, what toll has that taken from you? I mean, yeah. fuck, Nate, you're 75, and like you yeah. still pull a 90 dollars. I mean, goddamn, yeah. yeah. just go drive your Maybach and just go to fucking Coronado and relax. Exactly. I mean, that's and that's <laughs> people are like, oh, Nate, right. you're gonna work forever. It's like. Yeah, it might work owning a dog shelter or some shit or a gym where it's fun because it's not work. Totally. And keep in mind, I mean, you're starting a family. It's, it's a new, it's a different. Yeah, so that's... If you have five kids, I mean, it'd be a totally different. Yeah, and I have an example with with um, the guy that just left, even though I can't say it on camera, but the guy that was here last week, I'll just use him as a, as a general example. He, he has an extra strategy. He wants to sell for 10 mil. He just had a grandchild and he's like, I'm, done. I'm fucking done, dude. And he didn't even realize it was going to affect him that way. Yeah. And he's like... What the fuck am I going to work every day? I want to take care of this kid. And he's just like, I'm out. And then when you have that kind of bankroll, I mean, come on, you can make so many other Well, you know, I think it was, I think it was. You saw the interest alone. I mean, Warren Buffett, I think, said once you hit two mil, you don't need any more than that because you can make so much money off of that, you have interest and everything else. Like what the, even two mil at 5%, dude, that's, that's a hundred grand a year and just interest. Right. Just interest. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying you wouldn't spend more than a hundred grand a year, but. Right. But just imagine. Yeah. I like that. That's just. That's a million. Right. Like, so, yeah, if you have 10, that's a mil. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you gonna do with the million in interest? Yeah. You gonna be a complete dickhead about Especially it? If you're keeping those bills down. And- yeah, just don't be an asshole about it. Right. You don't need to go buy a freaking $20 million home for no, what? Not at all. But yeah, I think so many guys that, that, who start the business, they, it's the difference between that hustle and hobby. You know, this is your hustle, but do you have a hobby? Like, for example, you love Green Guard, but you also, I see you on the lake. Yeah. I see you with your dogs. I see yeah. you working out. Yeah. You have passions that don't involve money. Now, you uh, work your ass off, but yeah. you have you have something for free that you love. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people, you say you say it easy, but a lot of people don't. I know some people oh, that literally, that just, their hustle is their hobby, and they ain't got shit else. They well, I tell you, that's, friends, that's why a lot of people, when they come with a lot of money, they don't like have any friends, they don't do anything. And you're like, fuck, have an imagination, man. Yeah. Totally. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to paraglide. I have like a fucking list of like a billion things I'm going to do, right? right. It's like, because it's just shit I want to do. And it's not terribly expensive, right? It's no. just, but it's just like, those are things I want to do when I, when I have time. And the key part is you surround yourself. I think that's the point. You surround yourself with people of like interest who maybe you may, you go paras, uh, paraglide or whatever with yeah. somebody and they, they don't have any money. So it's not the people that I have these, share these hobbies with. It's not even about money. It's just a totally different group of friends, a totally different group of networks. And then now we can talk about something that has nothing to do with business, but it's just a relaxation for me and gets my mind. Well, that's your extra strategy, but you got to have that. So that's what we'll talk about. So.
All right, everybody, episode 33, bonus episode, Startup Nation. Uh, we were just bullshitting <laughs> off, but apparently on camera. Thanks, George fucker. Um, about, about exit strategies. I think it's super important for people to understand that. To be honest, I didn't have a very good exit strategy until four or five years ago of at least understanding what I wanted to look like with all my businesses. A lot of people, and he'll, he'll address this, hobby versus your profession or hustle. Um, and then relevant to what that ends up looking like, unless you want to just cook chicken for the rest of your life or you know, clean hoods the rest of your life, what does that look like? And, and do you have an imagination? Is basically your hobby, your hustle, and if it is, what happens when that goes away? When you sell the business, when you leave it to somebody to run, are you gonna have anything, are you gonna have anything to show for it? Or are you gonna be that dude that's gonna be like, well, fuck, I mean, I don't, uh, sports stars do that. Oh yeah. A lot of them will be like, they, they play football their entire life, totally. and then they're like, I don't really have anything well, you, else. Or you see it with boxers. That washed up boxer that should have retired five years ago. I mean, it's tough. And then the saddest part about it, I think, is it, it does, they won't admit it, people in this position, but it does affect their judgment. Yeah. When you are, you know, you should have been retired 15, 20 years ago, and you're still calling the shots, or you're still in control, you're affecting, really, that legacy. I mean, you may have had a good 20-year run, or 30-year run, or 40-year run. But I mean, all good things come to an end. And as a good leader, you've got to realize like, hey, you know, I may have known, I always compare this, my favorite team is the Raiders. Listeners don't laugh, <laughs> I, well, I know, but please, like, give, me, give me a break. We've had a, a shitty year, 20, oh, shitty 20 years. Yeah, I'll forget it. Which one, Jamarcus <laughs> Russell? I think we're still paying his, paying his sorry ass. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like, Al Davis, you may have known football in the, in the 70s and uh, late in early 80s, but you know, this is 20, 2019 or 2010. You don't, it's a totally different game and you've got to adjust and as a good leader, you've got to realize, hey, I got to step back and put the right people in position if I want to grow this. Now, these people can still cut me a check. Well, and leave. And leave and yeah. pay you to leave. But it's goal goes back to having that, you know, is this your hobby or is this your hustle or is it both? And the people that I see do it well that have that great work life balance and just really enjoy life and enjoy the fruits of their labor, they have hobbies that have nothing to do with their business and they're completely free and it's something that they're passionate about that doesn't involve work. And doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be very expensive either. I mean, you and I were talking about that off camera with me, or with yeah. me right? Like, we go to the river, clearly we bought a house out there, but right. like going on the water and spending $10 on gas on an old ass boat and bringing the dogs out there, doesn't cost priceless. anything, right? It's, it's, it's priceless. It's, yeah. the, it's literally like, the serenity for me and my wife that's what we do that we have a, ton, a blast on we're gonna bring our child there and it's just it's it's what makes us happy totally and i think right. being around people also i mean having friends from all different walks of life let's say you i mean i don't know who you're going out there with but let's say you're going out there with somebody maybe who doesn't own a business they're just say right. hey, they're working right this is regular people you take money out of, the, out of the equation and now i'm enjoying something that's maybe free or costs very little with somebody who maybe doesn't even have nearly as much as i have or you have but it's something that it's not about that. it's just about that enjoyment um, but I, it all goes back to that. We keep saying this in every episode, that exit strategy, that 10-year plan. Uh, I, I told Nate off, off camera, I mean, I have a number. I mean, when I started, you know, as a little kid, when I was 15, I said, hey, man, I want to be a millionaire. I got a number. And, and, and when I, say, I hit that number, my, my best friend will tell you, he's probably going to watch this. My favorite word is cash me out. Have you? And, and, and what I, are you, Randy Moss? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I ain't, I ain't trying to work forever. You know, I have, have you a shared goal. that number with people so they hold you accountable for it. Uh, I've close people like my mom and my wife, but I mean, I'm not you know, posting it. Yeah. But my point is, in my mind, you know, I mean, you can't make every every damn dollar, right? I mean, yeah. you, you work your ass off, you hustle, but you know, I have a number, and I think I have a number, and then on top of that, 
with something else that I'm passionate about is helping other people reach their number. Yeah. So to me, that's even more that's of even a more success, important. right? It's like, okay, hey, you know, I got a number in mind. Okay, you started off broke like me. Let me help you or let me shorten your learning curve or your transition. Mm -hmm. So now here we all, we're all rich in 15, 20 years looking back. And now, and again, for the people that are sitting there saying, God, Nate and Zach, all they talk about is money realize that the money is a conduit to what we want to do, Honestly. right? So yes, the number isn't so he can say, hey, got whatever the number, 10 right. mil in the bank, fuck you guys, cash me out, right? What he's saying is, like, like him and I, we talk about like our imagination. I, unfortunately, I have a lot of discussions with people about like, well, what are you gonna do afterwards? And they go, well, I don't know. And you're just like, like that. And that's yeah. because a hobby and the hustle are the same damn thing for them, mm -hmm. right? For me, it's like, I told them, I want to learn how to speak Spanish because I, I just something I, I would use on a regular basis and I think right. it would be cool. Um, I would want to learn how to parasail. I'd want to learn how to, you know, do things like drive a, a you know, sailing boat. That's probably laughing at me for people that don't fucking know how to do that, right? And, and you know, I'd like to learn how to race cars around a track. Right. I, you know, I could have a list of like 50 things if I pull it up because I have it written down on my phone of, of things that I can do after retirement. I could see myself probably golfing two or three days a week for a little nine holes and then going out and grabbing a drink and lunch, right? And, and then so it's like I have all these things that I know I want to do and it's not the money, it's the fact that that gets me to the point where it's going to create happiness, right? Where me and my wife want to own a dog shelter. So I can go visit the dog shelter two, three, four days a week, hire people that maybe have been in prison to run the dog shelter and help people like that get better. Totally. And so those are things that are going to make me happy. Even if I'm in a gym environment like hardcore fitness the rest of my life, to me that's not working. That's just no. fun. People are in there freaking losing weight, lives. changing lives and helping people grow their businesses. That ain't work. If you guys think that's work, yeah. whatever, right? But, but so that's my point is like if you, you got to have that type of imagination. So the extra strategy doesn't have to be, yes, it has to be a number. It also has to be, is it a realistic number and in the, in the position you're in or the, the company you own or whatever you're offering, can it get you to that number? Mm -hmm. I can tell you Green Guard could. This be a lot more work, which is why I've chosen to go with three other companies mm -hmm. to say it's going to make that come a lot faster. Totally. Um, and with those three other companies, look how many other lives you're changing. That, and that's what's important to me, yeah. right? So it's like, I mean, that's the real, that's, in my opinion, that's the ultimate success. Well, I can't yeah. tell you like the, the satisfaction of like, I got a text the other day from somebody at Hardcore Fitness where somebody's like, now I'm, I'm off my blood met, uh, pressure medicine after the last 15 years. I'm the lowest I've ever been. This woman's 50 freaking years old. Come I'm like, come on. I, how, how can you not want to wake up and just like fuck life up that, that next day being like, this is the most awesome thing on the face of the planet. Like, and, and I'm getting paid to do this? 100%. Like, I guess who's winning here, right? And, and, let's, and if you want to you put a number on it, I mean, look how much money you probably saved her in doctor's bills or yeah. just, just by inspiring her to get on the treadmill or do this or do that. I mean, it's crazy. Um, because this system is not set up for you to figure it out. They want you to be uh, a victim or they want you to rely on, oh, I need help or I, you know, I, I'm the medical safe, system for safe sure. fat and, you know, I will we'll just keep going to doctors, keep paying for Medicaid. That's the whole, that's the whole game. It's a business. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the real blessing in disguise. But I go back to it, man. It's like for the owners that I see out there that they're, they're 20 years past where they should have retired. It's like, you gotta, you gotta really ask yourself, like, what am I doing? Well, and then there's two sides of that. One could be they're past retirement because they don't have the money because they probably weren't yeah. responsible. And there's other ones that have the money, but they don't have the understanding of, well, what does this look like? I mean, what, mm -hmm. you, you, there's very few people who are going to convince me otherwise of saying, I really want to go on the desk and deal with Norma that's smoking in her office right. and freaking right. filing papers. That's what makes me happy. It's like, come on, you got to have an imagination of something that's going to make you more happy. Totally. And I'm not saying for those owners that are, you know, the 60s, 70s, and 80s and still own their business, I'm not saying don't collect a check. Yeah. I mean, you can still get paid. Please get your paper. But at the same time, realize like, hey, is it, what's really, am I really uh, building leaders or what am I doing? Am I still trying to micromanage everything from a wheelchair? Come on, guys. There, and he'll know who I'm 
talking about when he's, if he listens to these. He's a damn busy story. Probably wouldn't. But he, he, him and I are talking right now about I'm helping him with something when it comes to not trying to do everything yourself too, right? Because yeah. because then, then again, that's one. There's zero exit strategy. That's the one thing like with doctors, um, lawyers, unless you have a big firm, dentists, or even like George said this behind the scenes here. If he called his, I always fuck up his last name, but Tempa Video Productions. Who's gonna buy a temp of video productions, right? But if it's if it's you know the best video productions dot com, people that that's gonna be something that's gonna be a little bit more marketable. But the point being is is that if if you're gonna if all your goodwill is built on yourself, it's gonna be a lot harder to have an exit strategy. And you just gotta be realistic about that. Now dental stuff like that, yeah, you can sell those and buy the contracts and all that stuff. But it's just a little bit harder. The point is is make sure you understand what that looks like, and then and that's your that's gonna be a chapter in your life. And then somebody told me this yesterday at Hardcore. I don't remember who it was. And then what's your next chapter of your life? Totally. It's not just, I'm going to work, yeah, I'm not going to just like, yeah, they're going to have to, right? Mm -hmm. And, but, but understand what that looks like. Yeah. Don't just be like, I'm just going to hustle and just work my ass off and it, it'll come to me. Yes. But then what does that, what does that look like for you when it comes to when you want to get out of it? Because, you know, like for example, Green Guard Printing and Apparel. I know printing companies don't tend to sell a lot. I know it's not going to be some full scale giant ass. Could it be? Yes. That's not my intention. My intention is to bring on demand branding to all the different companies that I own. Totally. And, and so that would that uh, create something for sale? No, but it'll probably be a added benefit to if I ever sell Green Guard or if I would ever get rid of Hardcore Finish or whatever, right? Because, because now all of a sudden they're like, you have this capability of doing things that are, that our competitors can't do. Yeah. And I think last, last is like, you got to have some self identity about yourself and some pride and some love outside of your business or hustle. Some people are just, it's like, it's like they're so attached or just co-mingled with their business that that's the, they feel like that's the only way they can get love. Yep. Um, I mean, it's nothing wrong with leaving, like I, one of my famous quotes is, you know, quitting while you're ahead is not the same thing as quitting. Yeah. You know, and you look at Barry Sanders, I mean, obviously him and Calvin Johnson both played for the Lions. I don't blame them for retiring early. <laughs> but it's like, you know, people, I mean, I was at that Barry Sanders game where he rushed for almost 400 yards in, in Tampa. I mean, and then two years later, he was retiring. People are like, what the hell? Like, they, they still crave. If, if Calvin Johnson said, hey, he's going to play for the Raiders, I know we take him. I mean, yeah. they still crave that person who left early. So it's not the same as quitting. And I think a lot of people, I use sports analogies, obviously, because I have a sports background. But I think it's the same thing. People don't get that. It's like, there's nothing wrong with quitting while you're ahead. And But you've got to have that self-love and self-identity that, hey, I'm somebody outside of Green Guard. I'm yeah, somebody yeah. outside. You have a legacy and a reputation. It's not, yeah, it's not. And it's not just attached to your business. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in that. I don't. I think a lot of that has to do with the impact you leave on people versus just your business, right? And that's why I love the, you know, the people I can hire at Green Guard and what we've done for them, the hardcore fitness and the impact we have with them is. I want people to say, Nate was a good dude. He really helped me out with my life. Mm -hmm. He made some fundamental changes to help me uh, get to where I, I am in my life now. Versus like, Nate just made a bunch of money and and so in and gave people jobs and that's it. Like I don't want yeah. that to be the legacy, right? And so my, I, I'm very clear on my exit strategy. I've made that known for a long time that at some capacity, even if I am involved in the businesses, it's going to be by 40 years old, I'm not going to be as involved, right? Mm -hmm. Clearly there's shit can hit the fan and things are, but yeah. I've made that publicly known that in three more years or shit, two more years, almost here soon. Oh, yeah, I know, right? 38 <laughs> here, I think, what is today? In another month. You're doing good. You don't look it. I know, right? <laughs> Why are you judging, man? <laughs> um, is that in some capacity, I'm not going to be involved in the day to day, right? Because my exit strategy is to spend time with my child when she's in school. I could say she now because we know, so that's good shit. Thanks, appreciate it. And uh, and you know and and be involved in helping people. That doesn't mean I won't be at the gym, but I'll do more public speaking and really help the people. And that's what I want to do. And so because I've had that and I have the number and I've reverse engineered my goals, so far so good. And so I think it's really important for people to understand that. And for people that don't know how to do that, ask. 
me, Zach, people that, that have a clear understanding and identity on where they want to be, right? Because it's, it's a lot of people surprisingly when they hear these things just don't know. I mean, a guy sat in the office with me the other day saying, I want to start a business, but I don't know what. And I said, well, find out what your passions are and then argue, can you, is this passion going to turn into something you're not going to enjoy? Mm -hmm. And then, and then do you want to, and for how long do you want to do it? Totally. And he goes, well, I don't want to do it for more than 10 years. Okay, great. Well then if that's the case, definitely make sure it's something you can sell or something you can have somebody run and live off the residuals, right? But if you, but if you haven't defined those four or five things, that's where you start. Yeah. And then, then you can start creating an exit strategy, right? But don't just start a business because it looks sexy and fun and then realize <laughs> this shit ain't worth anything in freaking 10 years, right? Yeah. And you're like, unless you're making some disgustingly high mark, like for example, I know a lot of guys that are um, construction guys, right? That own construction companies. Generally, construction companies, unless there's a lot of infrastructure and a lot of contracts, don't don't sell for a ton. No. Their assets are about all they have, right? Because it's just when's the next job, right? And unless you have like a contract with Petco Park or something. So, yeah. so my thing is, is but the thing is, they make a ton of money on jobs. Exactly. So you better bankroll that money. Make sure you got a nice Roth IRA or 401k and all this shit, and you have you know a couple mil in the bank, and then say I'm out. But that's not generally the case. So your exit strategy, in most people's cases, is going to have to be some capacity of a sale, living off residual, and setting it up where people can run it for you. And like this guy I was telling you the other day I was helping with, he's like, wants to do everything himself. And I'm like, dude, what does that look like in 10 years for you? You're going to be the guy that's going to have a freaking high blood pressure and now unhealthy because you're trying to do everything yourself? Or you're going to have people that you trust? Totally. And let's just, I got to get some advice for the, the, the employee that works for the person that doesn't want to leave or doesn't want to walk away. Because let's be honest, I have one of my buddies, plenty of my buddies played in the NFL and I used to try to give them advice financially and they, their famous quote was, Zach, you can help me make it, you ain't gonna tell me how to spend it. I mean, I, and so, hey, I shut the fuck up then, right? So I get it, I get it. You got 100 million, 50 million, 20, whatever you got, right? But if you're the guy under the guy, you gotta ask yourself, this motherfucker ain't clocking out. He ain't leaving, okay? Yeah. He's stuck, he's gonna run this thing good, bad, sideways. He's gonna, he's gonna be in control until the day he drops dead. And you got to realize, like, I'm never going to be who I want to be if I'm if this guy's pirate in the ship. If this guy is if this guy's maneuvering it how he wants to do it, he's in total control of everything, micromanaging everything. And not going to listen to your feedback. Nothing. You know? This is his hustle. This is his hobby. He's got no other life other than this. You got to ask yourself, OK, what's in it for me and how am I going to position myself so I can be the best person I'm going to be? And you got to figure that figure that out quick, fast and in a hurry. It's just like, you know, it's just like you know, Barry Sanders. Either I'm going to retire. Or, you know, you guys trade me. But I am not playing for the Detroit Lions. And I don't blame Barry. I mean, I've ran 400 yards and you motherfuckers still lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, still lost the guy. I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's so like, come on. And, and, and there's not really a sustainable approach for that person to be there forever, too, right? I mean, there's a guy, um, he's up in, in Seattle now, or Portland, um, Jen Miller and, and her husband. And he was working for a pest control guy. I can say this now. And the guy, this old, perfect example, old man, owned a pest, small, tiny ass pest control company. Hey man, you can take it over when you get from me. Nothing on nothing on paper, you know. Oh, we don't work for you today. Yeah. And it was for like three or four years. And I, it's, I said, Jake, fucking call this dude and say, shit's gonna be clear and it's gonna be written down and right. there's gonna be a price on a piece of paper and it's gonna be a date. And it's gonna be notarized. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, get the fuck out of there. You're out. You're out. Because what's you're getting pulled along, man. Totally. And it, and you'd be surprised. There's a gazillion people that happens. Hundred percent. And then you find out people's heart when you put a a number to it and, a, and make them sign you oh, yeah. quick fast you'll, you'll learn real quick if it's yeah. any if there's any legitimacy behind it so but that's my advice guys yeah. i mean i don't have an extra strategy please bankroll sell it live off royalties find out if it's legitimate if it can actually get you to that point based on whatever number you have to live the lifestyle you want to live what makes you happy 
find things that make you happy outside of, mm-hmm. of your job, right? And it sounds silly, especially for business owners, but don't make that your everything, right? Um, and, and I think for those married couples too, I mean, you know, you know, you can have two, three exits and a backup. I mean, like I'm just recently married and they, you met, but like my, my wife is my partner and it's like, that's a, that's another whole stream of income. That's a whole nother bankroll. I mean, no matter who's making more or less, it doesn't matter. Eventually it's going to the same pot. And that person, if you got a good partner, use them and help them help each other to get to that end goal. Because in the, the day, that's who you're going to be breaking bread, breaking bread with anyway. I mean, yeah, it's like so many people don't do that. They're like, oh, I'm the millionaire or I'm the I'm the owner and she just stays home. And, and, and it's like, yeah, she can still stay home, but still help you. I mean, a lot of wives that stay home that are still hustling. Don't well, get it wrong. That's my, my wife. You know, mind you, she can only handle so much of me, which is why we don't work together. But she's up in Disneyland today because she's like, fuck that. Even asking me to do too much shit on my freaking summer break, right? But, but, but when I'm on summer break, she'll hook it up and help out and do whatever we you know I need. And then obviously I let her do her thing because that's what she signed up for. But she also gets us the benefits that saves us 30, 40 grand a year as a teacher, right? And definitely puts a nice chunk in for us and helps us pay for a lot of the bills. Mm-hmm. And, and so we both understand our roles and, and she, but then she gives me a lot of flexibility to make sure we grow these businesses and we have the same common goals. But, and then that extra strategy again has to be bought in. This is obviously going way up, but it has to be bought in with your significant other. And I keep doing this because it's, it's a, it's a definitely a windy road and you got to make sure you, you're clear no matter how you get to it, try to be, stay focused on that strategy. Cause it's, if you don't, if you don't, you get way off track, you're going to be like, like for example, if Green Guard wasn't growing the way it is, I might have to revise my number or my age if, if I want to hit that number, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty important. There we go. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Episode 33 bonus. Listen in. Startup Nation. Thanks, guys.